fuck this script. Can we just do an intro without one? Yeah, fuck it. Roll the track. Welcome back to Authorized Antics. I am your co-host, Taylor. And I'm Hannah. And today, we are coming at you with our unpopular opinions. So buckle up. You might agree, and these might be very controversial. (laughs) So we are going to do two kind of sections of this. We're going to be telling each other some unpopular opinions that we have, and we're blind reacting to them. So we don't know what the other has like in mind or has written down. And then we posted on social media um, to send in like unpopular opinions. And so the friends and family who follow us have sent us a range of unpopular opinions that they have. So we're also going to share those and blind react to them. Let's get into it. Should I start? Yeah. Okay. My first unpopular opinion. I feel like I've seen this a lot like the past few years because the there's a big topic of conversation around self-love and I mm. you know love it I appreciate it but I feel like there's been this going around that you cannot love yourself while being in a relationship and that you have to be single in order to figure out how to fully love yourself and figure out who you are. And my unpopular opinion is that you can learn to love yourself while being in a relationship. And just because you're in a relationship doesn't necessarily mean you're always codependent on that person and always looking for them to show you like what you love about yourself. I do think there are some times where you are looking for that love and validation in your partner. But I don't think you need to break up and be single to learn how to like take care of yourself. And I think that there's more ways than just like being single and like hooking up with multiple people to like figure out who you are. I feel like that's the big thing going around is like, oh, you have to be single and like experience other people. It's like, that's not the only way you figure out who you are. Okay. I don't hate that. I I kind of really like I've I like can speak from experience of like I have learned self-love by myself just because I have not been with a partner or in a relationship while learning to love myself. But I, I know people that are in really great relationships where the other person has almost helped them to under like to find self-love. So I get what you're kind of saying of like people expect relationships to like have some sort of codependency where like you can't fully feel good about yourself because of the other person's opinion of you or or whatever so I kind of don't hate that Tay I thought you were gonna disagree hardcore I was writing for I was ready for a debate (laughs) (laughs) I mean I think like I can advocate for like the people who found self-love like without being in a relationship but I am not close-minded to the fact that people uh, discover self-love in a relationship. So yeah, we love it. We love open-minded. So my first unpopular opinion I want to do because um, if those of you don't know, I am in the fashion industry. That's what I go to school for, fashion business. And I don't know if I'm going to get roasted for this because oh. of my major, or if people listening go to my school or something, but I don't actually think there's 
like such thing as being unfashionable. I think fashion is an art and art on all levels of all um, materials and surfaces have like are up for interpretation and I think fashion is too. Yes, there are trends. Yes, I follow those trends. Yes, some people don't follow those trends, but I don't think there's such thing as being unfashionable. I think what you wear and what you choose to wake up and put on your body is like a choice that you make, whether you make it out of like consciousness or whether you, I don't know, you know, you wear it because of whatever choice that you made. And so I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's such thing as being unfashionable. It is literally an art and art is up for interpretation. I agree. And it's really, it's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. But it is really weird that you say this because I'm not a fashion major in the slightest bit. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this yesterday for some reason. Like, I just sat in my bathroom mm. looking at myself in the mirror, like, pondering this for some reason. <laughs> but I was just thinking, like, we have one life. And it's like, why not just wear whatever the fuck you want? Like, who That's- actually cares about what you're wearing? That's exactly my thought process yeah so I'm sorry no it's fine also to like just say at the beginning of all this I feel like we might not have like disagreements of these unpopular opinions just because we share a lot of the same thoughts and like whatever so but I feel like in general these are unpopular opinions because I don't feel like many people will agree with these so just to just to preface that. I agree. These are just, like, from our experiences, like... Right, right. It seems like the people around us have different point of views. Okay, you might disagree with this. Okay. <laughs> Tay, I don't even know if you know this, because I don't talk about this with people that much unless I know that they're on the same page. I have an obsession with reality TV, and I know that we talk about The Bachelor, but it goes so beyond that for me. I love it. (laughs) And my unpopular opinion is that reality TV should not be labeled as a guilty pleasure, and I think that reality TV can actually... (laughs) Taylor? don't (laughs) but reality tv can actually teach us a lot about our society because think about most of the reality tv shows like the bachelor big brother survivor the challenge if you know any of those shows it's all a bunch of people and they're all normally like in the same house or in the same environment and i think it's really cool to watch how people interact with each other in these high pressure situations and like what relationships form who gets into an argument what sides of your personality come out that you didn't even know existed before because of this weird situation you're in so i think it's cool like obviously reality tv can be manufactured by producers a lot but it is cool to see actual people and like how they respond to these situations they're given so I'm half and half with this. I I think it's a guilty pleasure. And I think it's like fine if people Ooh. label it <laughs> like that. But I get what you're saying. Obviously, you feel more connected to it because it's not scripted. It's real life in some situations, even though, you know, producers may twist it around whatever reality TV show you're watching. That's just how it is in the production industry, in the film industry. But I don't, I 50% agree. I don't I hate that. 
I, I just feel like the word guilty pleasure is like, oh, something you should be ashamed about or like, oh, I see. Yeah. Like something that you shouldn't like, but you do. It's like, okay. why should I be ashamed about liking this show? Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Okay. So kind of off the topic of TV shows and film, I have an unpopular opinion that Grey's Anatomy or any sort of medical or doctor shows in general are overhyped and not interesting whatsoever. I do not like them. I will not watch them, even if it's the last option I have. I feel like this is just another example of how similar we are. I agree. But a lot of people uh, listening probably do not. Probably do not. Everyone loves Grey's Anatomy. I think I watched like three seasons because my sister really liked it. And I don't know how many there are. I feel like there's for sure over 10. But like, yeah, I still see commercials for it. And I'm like, fucking wrap it up. Like (laughs) if a show gets to the point where I see this from commercials, if a show gets to the point where multiple characters are dying and you're bringing them back in some way, whether it's like in their dream Mm. or one character is like talking to them in their minds wrap it up like I know that plot is dead stop exactly the plot is dead I don't know how many more like exciting things you can even add yeah I also just I don't find like comfort or entertainment in like watching people in watching people's trauma yeah I don't know I know it's not even about the trauma or the like medical aspect it's about the drama and the relationships and yeah but that also pisses me off it's like can't you can you focus on like the surgery you're about to do and not who you're about to marry please thanks I'm sorry I totally agree I fucking hate it yeah but some people don't and some people might come for us for that I don't give a fuck probably okay this is like a stupid one but honestly I feel really strongly about it I feel so strongly. This is, like, so surface level. But honestly, if I have, like, a few goals in life, this is in the top three. Okay. I think that children or just any human sitting on Santa's lap should be illegal. I am done with that trend. I hate it. I think it's fucking weird. Why are we having little children sit on a stranger's lap in the mall for parents to laugh at and take pictures of? And then the strange man asking them what they want. No, I am dead. I that thought has never crossed my mind. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think about this at least three times a week. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I I get like why do they have to sit on his lap? Why can't they just stand to the left, to the right, in front of like why the lap? On a s- stranger's normally an old man's lap. Right. That's yeah. weird. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I thought you think about, about it. That. That's weird. And then, like, the parents print out the pictures and then they're framed on their fridge. Like, why do you have a picture of a strange man on your fridge? Why can't oh. you just take a picture with your child? True. Facts. Ugh. All I right. want it to be banned. That's so funny. <laughs> Make it illegal, hand. Take it to court. I will. I have a lot of unpopular opinions about the film industry and TV and movies, but... Oh, this is exciting. One of them is that um, I think binging a movie series is better than binging a tv show no yeah no oh my god you're I, so heated i am i okay sorry i just love this topic okay i love the topic of movies and tv i strongly disagree <laughs> a lot of people probably do it seems like so much effort 
to sit down and like watch one movie whereas watching like an entire season of something seems like freaking cakewalk to me I'm like okay cancel the plans one movie I'm like have to sit there and debate whether I want to like no give my time to that no I am the exact opposite I cannot try and binge a tv series and even I can't even get through two episodes within like a night I don't watch tv series I'm watching the wrong shows I don't think I am I've like I mean recently I'm I still haven't finished it like Schitt's Creek that's a very popular and very funny show that has just won so many like awards I'm watching the right shit I just can't get through it it takes me years to get through a goddamn dude what I disagree because I feel like I just like watching TV so much more because there's so much more time, obviously, for the plot to develop and for the characters. Like, you get to know the characters so much more so you can, like, feel like you know them and feel like they're your friends. Whereas as soon as you get to know the characters in a movie, it's over. Yeah. Maybe I'm, like, maybe I'm not someone who, like, can get emotionally invested in characters because it makes me too sad. I'm like, I love this character and I want them in my life and then they're just not real so maybe I don't even maybe my brain doesn't even mm. allow me to go there so I'm just like yep movies Damn. are my thing yeah I knew that wow. was gonna okay fuck you first up. disagreement <laughs> <laughs> this kind of goes along with like the woke culture of today and like we love it for the most part but I feel like a big part of woke culture is, like, censoring sensitive and, like, triggering topics, which I totally agree that there should be warnings for people who have gone through things like this. But I feel like we still need to showcase the ugly and dangerous and harmful side of mental health. And I feel like woke culture wants to get rid of that because it can be like damaging to people who have been through it but I think it's important to show it because then people who don't experience it get to see what it's actually like and people who have experience can feel like they're not as alone. I hate when shows glamorize it but I feel like no one ever talks about how ugly and sad depression can actually be like when you don't want to get out of bed when you don't want to shower when you have no motivation for anything like I still think that needs to be shown that's really interesting I think there is a part of like our woke culture who wants to put trigger warnings on everything to be sensitive to people that have dealt with whatever you know that piece of graphic information is about to talk about But I almost don't feel like our society has found a way to talk about it, like, in a a way that makes it both educational and sensitive to the people that have gone through it. Because like you said, I think the film industry, why are we, why do we love the film industry? We keep talking about it. (laughs) They are guilty of glamorizing. Even though they have, like, resources that they provide at the end of those shows and things, I don't know if they're doing enough to make their audience understand that this isn't okay and this is not something that you should um, ever go through. Whereas like a platform like TikTok, I feel like, um, you know, every five videos I get on my For You page has a trigger warning in the comments or a trigger warning, um, you know, on the video itself, which again can be great for people that have gone through it. But like you said, might not be... um, might not be the best way to, I guess, inform people. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, no, I feel like that is an unpopular opinion, but yeah, I understand where you're coming from, where like platforms and just people, big corporations, I feel like are still struggling to find a way to talk about it safely and to like have us have like, you know, provide a safe community for the people that have like struggled through something. But the unfortunate thing with like TikTok and social media is that a lot of times misinformation gets spread and it's not realistic. And I feel like a lot of people turn their backs once, once mental health gets harmful and they don't want to see that side. People shut it down because they don't want to expose anyone to a sensitive yeah. part of like their everyone, life or all of a sudden everyone thinks it's like trendy to have anxiety and I think we should be showing how horrible it can be <laughs> right it's not something that you should feel left out of if you don't struggle with a mental health I, I saw something on TikTok um, it was an interview someone did and they had basically done a study of like um, groups of like teenagers and this one girl out of her friend group was the only one who didn't struggle with anxiety and she felt left out oh and like that I don't think should be something that is being like promoted yeah it's not fun to have it no not at all wow that's really interesting gonna bring it back to a (laughs) lighthearted stage well not lighthearted this is kind of deep but it had me thinking so I do not think you should move in with a partner if you don't wholeheartedly believe that you will be marrying that person. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. My first reaction is that I don't agree. Okay. The thought of like dating like is not like a fun thing that I want to do with someone for seven months. It's like I cannot be wasting my time from here on out with someone who like I'm not going to see like years and years worth of time spent with them. So now that I'm 21, say if I get in a relationship and by the time I'm 27, the conversation of moving in together starts like I cannot make that commitment unless I think I'm marrying that person. I think it's just coming from personal experience, not anyone that is like in my life or something I've seen fail, but I feel like a lot of people, uh, a lot of couples, like, do it for the wrong reasons if it's, like, for convenience and stuff like that, where I don't think it should be, I get, like, financially it might be, like, easier if you're already spending a lot of time with that person, but I definitely think you should only move in with someone, I don't know about, like, getting married, but, like, have a really strong foundation and, like, see a long-term thing with them yeah also, I don't know if it's bad to like have experience living with multiple different people because that might be helpful true and I want to also acknowledge like marriage isn't it's not um always the next step in someone's relationship like you know, a couple yeah. can be together for 50 plus years and never be married so I don't know if I need to rephrase that but um I think like long-term commitment, like 10 plus years of commitment that you see with this person is where your head should be if you plan on living with them. I just, I read it in an autobiography once and I was like, that's kind of profound and I kind of agree. Yeah, I don't know, Tay. I have mixed emotions about it. (laughs) Well, that's why they're unpopular. (laughs) I know. Shoot. Okay. I don't know how you're going to feel about this. I'm scared. Okay. I think girls are allowed by society's standards way more 
leniency in experimentation with their sexuality than guys are. So, like, it's so normal to see two supposedly straight girls make out or, like, try something physically, whereas if two supposedly straight guys were going to try something, like, kiss or something, everyone would cause a big scene about it. I love that girls can do that, and I feel like it's weird that it's different for guys. No, I feel like it's weird, too, and I feel like a lot of people would not be supportive of that. I feel like if guys want to try it, it's like, why is that a big deal? Right. Society lacks that, like, open-minded community of, like, um, men experiencing or experimenting with their sexuality whereas like that's a very open gateway for women but it's like where is that for guys it yeah. exists but where is that normalcy it's not there yet and I think it needs to be I agree okay so on the topic of kind of like um, not men's role in society but like men, the perception of men in society um, I have an unpopular opinion uh, that I, I, I believe men deal with as much pressure from society as women do in terms of um, their physical appearance, their emotional state, their mental health, but they don't have as much of a supportive community to express it or to get help from it as much as hmm. I think I disagree. <laughs> really? Okay, why? Like, tell me. Why. I'm, I'm half and half. I, I agree that it's not same thing like it's not as accepted for I feel like there is this pressure on them that oh you're weak if you're in therapy or if you're expressing your emotions or if you're crying like boys get weirded out when they're crying and like don't know how to process it so I wish that would go away and like they'd get some help in that area but I feel like there is definitely more pressure on girls with like physical appearance and their mental health from society because just look at like just look at what's happened recently with like Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears and like all these interviews that are coming to light of them being young and the interviewer or paparazzi like asking them about their bodies. I watched this one David Letterman interview of Lindsay Lohan and he's like asking her how many times she's been to rehab and like asking her if it'll work this time or asking her why she's going there and the goal of that is they want the women to freak out they want them to act out like when Britney Spears shaved her head they were like oh my god she's crazy it's like no maybe she's actually just struggling mentally and we should help her and like I don't feel like it's like that for guys yeah and maybe it isn't but I guess like I'm coming from a standpoint of like maybe it is like that for guys but society doesn't even realize it because of how much conversation around women like there is yeah that makes sense but I yeah I feel like just men's struggles in general are not as um highlighted within society not that yeah. struggle should be highlighted but um in a way where they're being discussed I don't think there's there's as much of um, a community or a platform for men I just feel like they have overall are. like way more of a privilege in society so it's oh like, yeah shouldn't we help women first because the underprivileged stomped on for longer than the men have I get that too for sure I feel so strongly about this I'm this I'm gonna try to calm down okay 
let me set this up. I was listening to this podcast the other day where it was like a bunch of guys and they were all talking about how they have been friends for so long for like since their childhood and that it's not like that for girls and they feel like girls have a new best friend every month. And there's this this thing that I've heard like our own guy friends say where they get like punched in the face or have these big arguments and then two seconds later they make up and it's fine. And like everyone loves that about guys. They're like, oh, we can go through anything and like come back from it. And I don't think that's that admirable. Like I don't like how it's like, oh, girls have new friends all the time. It's like maybe girls just have a better idea of like recognizing what's toxic in their friendships and like maybe they're drifting apart from friends because their interests are changing or they're just developing into different people so those friendships aren't like serving them anymore or providing them with positivity so they decide to move on and like maybe the guys are just being complicit to these toxic friendships like why is it so admired for guys to like if someone beats me up I'm not gonna just turn around and dap them up and be like it's fine bro like no what I think from seeing our guy friends go through things like this the reason it's so easy for them to bounce back and and be good again with their bro is because it's so much easier or at least society tells them it's so much easier to just fucking toughen up and just like just shake hands with whoever did you wrong and you know like move on because it's it's mm-hmm. a lot harder for them and it's a lot harder for their friends to accept them in an emotional state where yes. it's like no you fucked me over and that's not okay that's not something that like my guy friends would probably admit to feeling or you know to reacting in a certain way whereas girls i think we like think a lot harder about um, our emotional well-being and who has like either hurt that emotional well-being or who has um, brought it to a more positive state of you know mind I don't know so so yeah it, it is a lot difficult for us to keep people in our lives because maybe we we definitely think more about the emotional side of friendship and like maybe they're not they're not good for us anymore like I think it's cool that guys can I guess like move on quickly but it's like how much? I don't, how many times are you going to move on to where you're just bottling up all those emotions and you're just going to keep getting into those physical altercations because you're just not expressing what's actually on your mind? Like maybe you do want to keep that friend in your life, but I don't think just time and time again, you should be getting into these intense arguments and then, oh, everything's fine, bro. Like it's so cool that guys can just like brush it off. I was going to say, no. they, don't, they don't brush it off. It's masked. They still have those feelings. They still have those emotions. They're just not being expressed. Yeah, there's a reason they're punching each other because they're angry. Yeah. No, I can talk about it. No, I agree. I don't, I don't even think it's, I think it's obnoxious how, um, you know, are some of our guy friends kind of like shit on us or maybe not us, but I've seen them, um, guys in general in my life, like shit on girls for having a new friend every month or every year. But yeah, it, it's like, you're still friends with the same people who've done you wrong time and time over again because it's easier for you yes that's why it's to be friends with that person i don't think that's right yeah Uh, yeah no that's an interesting opinion but i don't necessarily disagree with it i am going a bit more off topic but it's fine okay but i think people are gonna um you're gonna be like what the fuck and i think people are gonna be like 
Are you okay? Um, oh, God. I think porn can be fucking boring. Is that it? Drop, drop mic? Yeah, period. mic drop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was anticlimactic. Um, Do you want me to elaborate? Yeah. <laughs> if I am like horny and I feel like I need a little bit more than just my thoughts and like I'm going to porn, it's the same fucking shit. There's mm-hmm. nothing new. <laughs> Plots are the same. I don't care how many categories they provide. I'm so specific with the keywords. It is this. Me too. <laughs> it is the same shit. I'm not entertained. I'm not feeling any more excitement than I was the night before watching it. Like, I've just been getting bored of porn. You know what? I I agree in the sense that I honestly think my imagination does me better a lot of the times. <laughs> and I, I think I turn to porn when I'm just like so lazy that I don't want to think for myself and I'm just like kind of praying that it will work out. But I don't think I, I'm normally like get in bed and I'm like, yeah, can't wait to turn on my favorite porn. No, it's more like a last resort for me. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. And I think I think a lot of people, it's more of a first resort. Yeah, I think and so, so, too. So maybe, like, some nights if it is, like, a first resort where, like you said, I'm just so lazy, I, like, can't be bothered to have a thought process and I turn it on, like, I'm bored. <gasps> oh, you know what? I agree, Tay. It is boring. I just had this thought because <laughs> the other night I was, like, <laughs> I was listening and I was, like, trying to Okay, it was like audio, so I was just trying to like listen and I just like stopped, paused it, and I was like, come on, like give me more. Like give yes. me more enthusiasm. Put a little like effort into this. Like I am not buying it. So yeah, I, I was bored. And that's like such the thing about porn is that it's known for like being bad acting. Like, oh, you guys ordered a pizza? Like it's supposed to be fun. I know. And I stupid. Know. But like I agree. Like, let's put a little more effort into it. If if like it's so obvious to me that you're not actually enjoying it. Like, why do I want to watch it? Right, exactly. So, yeah, I've been over it recently, and I think it's fucking boring. So, let me know if anyone else agrees. Probably not. Yeah. No. <laughs> I agree, Tay. Uh, okay, this is, like, such a different topic. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Addison Rae's song. <gasps> Period. It's good. It's Period. Good. Period. Addison Rae's my bitch. Tay loves her, and I like her too but i was just getting so fed up with all the hate about her song if you don't like the the music style that's fine but what was really pissing me off was everyone being like oh all of a sudden she wants to do music it's like okay this girl suddenly has a huge platform a massive following and is given all these opportunities Tell me if you weren't in her same position, you wouldn't use that to do what you actually want to do. Like, do you think she wants to stay on TikTok forever? Like, if she's given this advantage of getting to do something actually exciting or, like, successful, meaningful, successful, don't you think she wants to do that? Like, if she wants to venture out into other platforms or, like, TV or music or, like, any TikTok tiktokers or influencers if they want to do something different than like the app they blew up on that should be okay right it's like all people talk about is 
strive for more, achieve more, like don't like let your like goals stop you. So then it's like when you see other people reaching higher and higher and like exploring into different industries, like all of a sudden you shit on them because it's not you. It's not you like being successful, living out your dreams. It's someone else living them out. And so you get hateful, but yeah, I don't really care how you feel about her, but it's a good fucking song. Yeah, it's not even about, like, necessarily just her or, like, maybe, fine, you don't like the sound of the song, but, like, don't hate on her just, like, doing music or doing something different in general. Right, because you would take that opportunity in a heartbeat if that yes. was, like, you. Okay, I'm also moving topics, but it's okay. okay. I can't tell how unpopular this opinion is, but it's an opinion I've recently acquired that I think might be un- unpopular. I think dark chocolate is, like, the superior chocolate. And I know some people have that at opinion. But I don't think, like, Hershey's dark chocolate is superior. I think, like, 80-85% like, cacao is, like, superior than, like, I other chocolate. You were saying <laughs> that <laughs> word and being so confident in it. Um, I wish, <laughs> I wish we had done this episode and had this podcast like three months ago because I would have totally just went to war with you on this because I used to be so against dark chocolate and now I have earned a new chapter in my life and I'm obsessed. Yep. I knew it. I think that's why I thought of it because I was obviously like taking you into consideration when I was thinking of these and popular opinions. I was like, I think Hannah recently I told know. me. She's picked up her love for dark chocolate, but I, I do. Actually, I, I eat it like every day now. I don't actually know like how much she's invested in it or likes it, but like I'm invested. My sister got me on it. I mean, she's always loved it and I've always loved it. But like recently we've been doing like the fucking 95% cacao and I just love it. You I know did. why I didn't like it before? Why? It's because I associated liking dark chocolate with being old because i feel like hold the fuck on what (laughs) what is that association like as soon as i started as soon as i started liking dark chocolate i was like really upset and i was like fuck now i'm old i was like now i am 20 and my youth is gone the same thing happened to me when i it is not (laughs) yes it's gone it's over the same thing happened to me when i realized i now like oat milk nor the normal milk and i honestly could cry I associate those with like being a kid and your whole life's ahead of you and now I'm freaking eating dark chocolate with oat milk like give it a rest I rest it's no more like milk chocolate with whole milk whole cow's milk I know oh that's pretty funny I like that association (laughs) (laughs) I think and this could be popular but I just feel like I've heard a lot of different opinions based on certain people I talk to but I don't think you should be shamed for being physical with someone like before you get to know them or like before you're in the the dating process. And I'm not talking just like casual one night stands or hookups. I'm saying like if you're actually interested in someone, it's like such a thing for people to be like, oh, you have to wait three dates or you have to wait a month or like have this set certain amount of time or else the guy or girl or whoever 
is not going to take you seriously and is not going to like respect you. Like, I, I don't know. I think if that's the case, then that person is not right for you and you should just do whatever the fuck you want. And I mean, I was physical with someone before knowing barely anything about them. And then we dated for three years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't feel like you need to be like going on all these dates and in the relationship mode before you sleep with them. I think, yeah, it's kind of like the whole, like there's, I feel like this nation's divided on whether you should sleep with someone on the first date. And I know it's like slightly different than that, like what you're talking about, but I agree. I don't think there should be shame around like being physical in any aspect with someone before you get to know them. Because People can try to be quirky and relatable and different and say, no, like I look at someone and I like have, like their first impression is their personality or the way they make me laugh. No, it isn't, bitch. You look at someone and you decide if they're attractive or not. And, and then you get <laughs> yeah. to them and you decide if you like their personality and their character and yes. their morals. Oh. When you're staring at someone from across the room, you're not like, oh, they have a great personality. No, you can only see them. Right. You and- can't see through them. Obviously, looks are not everything, but that and, like, physical connection is such, especially for me, I think it's such it's a big so part of, like, any relationship I want to have. And if I don't connect with someone in that way, it's no, like, fault of mine or theirs. It's just sometimes you don't have that, like, attraction and physical connection with someone, and that's fine. But, like, if that's the case, then I want to keep it moving. Like, I'd rather find out sooner than later. Right. I agree. I think a lot of people will yes. disagree, but I do agree with that. Uh, yeah, I think so too. Right. Okay, so I'm jumping back on the food topic. And not only are you going to come for me for this, but I think a lot of people will too if, if they've listened this far. So mm-hmm. when you think of like food groups and you think of like protein, superior than chicken, superior than steak. I think seafood, like fish and like salmon and like good fresh off the Florida Key West coast, like mahi-mahi is the superior like piece of protein you can have in a meal. I love seafood with my heart and soul. I just do. And Hannah, you can't see her right now, but she is gagging, keeled over (laughs) and gagging. Hey, I don't know. Do you know how much I hate seafood? Not really. Have we talked about it? No. I know you don't like I it. Hate it. I, okay. <laughs> I hate it. Okay. I hate it. I hate it. The only thing I'll do is like a salmon if it's like doused in like cinnamon or like cinnamon sugar. Have you had that? No. Oh, it's actually really good. Oh, Either yeah. that or like with lemon or like avocado on it. Fine. If it's like doused in a topping to where I can barely taste it or maybe crab leg if it's like 70% butter dripping on it (laughs) anything else no I know anything else I hate it sushi gross no like when I'm at a restaurant and if like there is like a nice like 16 ounce New York strip steak compared to like a char grilled salmon with like a lemon garlic reduction, like I will heavily debate getting the salmon. Sometimes oh. I'll pick the steak. Like starters, oysters, clams, always. Oh. 
over like calamari, over like spinach and artichoke dip, over oh my god, over pretzels and beer cheese. Like, oh my god, Taylor. And I think like it's my father's fault. He grew up in Florida, and so like I started eating sushi oh. when I was a ripe five years old, and I don't really know how I don't <laughs> have Dude, a ripe five year old. I don't know how I don't have mercury poisoning yet, but seafood is my favorite, and a lot of people will not agree with me. Okay, oysters, gross, Tay. I can't even just, uh, I don't think I've ever <laughs> mad at you as I am right now. I'm pissed. Again, we do this every time. Complete 180. This it's is, fine. <laughs> this is so random. And um, something I've only recently um, kind of thought about of like investments in general, like financial investments. When I think of like things that I would want to invest in in the future or things that I've already invested in, I, like, wholeheartedly do not believe people, like, should think of cars as investments. I don't think if you are, like, an average Joe, you should be buying, like, a brand new 2021 Subaru whatever. Unless you, like, are wealthy and you buy ferrari's newest like 2022 sports car fine you don't have any room to talk you have money coming out of your asshole but if you are just like your average joe like i don't understand the logic behind buying a new car the value like decreases significantly over just months of owning it i do not understand how people buy new cars i don't get it I, i don't think i ever will but also, I'm a New York City bitch. I don't really need a car. So maybe I'm I was just, gonna say, maybe Tay, I'm I don't just think unbiased. you have to think about it. Or biased, yeah. <laughs> Tay doesn't have to think about it. She can just walk everywhere. I don't view it as any sort of investment, but I also live a lifestyle where a car like is not in the cards for me. I just I know so many like suburban families or people my age who get bought a brand new car that just came out this year. And I'm like, what are you doing with your money? It's almost like the new iPhone when people buy literally every single one. Like, yes. Let me just wait a sec. Oh, I get that too. <laughs> that is dumb. That is fucking stupid. Is this our last one? Yeah. Okay. I know for a fact, I've heard it with my own two ears. I know that Taylor disagrees with oh, this God. one. So oh, I saved it for last. For the last. Okay. Yep. I've heard you say this, Tay, and I've never said anything about it because everyone says this, so I never say anything about it, but I recently wrote about it for class and was keeping it to myself, and now I'm letting it out, okay? I hate the phrase, how many bodies do you have? I fucking hate it with every fiber of my being (laughs) i hate it Uh i think the topic around sex is fine obviously clearly on what we've said it's great i don't mind talking about who i've slept with even how many even saying the number that's fine even how many people have you slept with fine glad to hear it I just hate the specific phrase of how many bodies do you have? I think that is so (laughs) disgusting. That sounds like someone you killed. How many bodies do you have in the back of your trunk? Or how many bodies? Like I find that gross when guys say it. It just sounds like girls are just a body where they like a hole where they stick their penis and it like 
completely just gets rid of the entire person and puts them down to an object. I fucking hate it. I don't disagree with the fact that there like needs to be a better term and a better term is just like how many people have you slept with. I think like I just I've said it because that's what's been said to me and I'm like, oh yeah, that's normal to have bodies, to have like a rack account of people of bodies that have been inside me. I think I I say it out of habit. Like, oh, they have this many bodies. Like bodies where? What do you mean? (laughs) Bodies not in the front of my mind. That's for fucking sure. So, oh, yeah, no. I don't necessarily disagree with the fact that I hate that term. I think it's just, like, <laughs> such a normalized term. And it is kind I'm of... I'm going to send you my essay I wrote, hey? Okay, I'll fucking read it. So, I kind of did the opposite with my last unpopular opinion, where I saved one that I knew you would agree with. Oh, you're nice. Okay. Because Hannah's 21st birthday is in two days. Happy Ooh. early birthday. So. Thanks, Tay. My last unpopular opinion is celebrating other people's birthdays is more fun than celebrating your own. Hannah agrees. Not many people do. It's like more pressure on that person to make sure everyone else is like having a good time. Like if you all have are going out to dinner or like a party, it's like it's your day. So you got to make sure everyone's having fun and I feel like giving something that much hype just sets you up for failure. It's like that fucking TikTok recently where it's like a fun fact about me is I've never been relaxed. That is literally me <laughs> to a fucking T. I can't even relax and have a good goddamn time on my birthday. I need to make sure plans are in order. I need to make sure people are having as much fun as I am. I can never be relaxed ever. And it- if like if someone forgets your birthday and or the people that you think are going to reach out or do something for you don't. Cause like maybe you put in, I'm like speaking from experience right now and getting really angry. Maybe you put, <laughs> maybe you put an effort for someone's birthday, but they don't put yeah. in any effort for yours. And then you're like let down and sad on your day. That's supposed to be yours. Yeah. It's like disappointment when you think someone's going to text you happy birthday and they just don't. Yep. I agree, yep. Tay. Now wow, I'm pissed so- about it. <laughs> So that wraps up our unpopular opinions. We obviously have dozens more, but I feel like they highlighted a wide range of topics. And so now we're going to go into unpopular opinions that have been sent in to us. So thank you to anyone who sent your unpopular opinions to us, friends, family, through our social media stories. I am very excited for this. Are you ready to give me your first mission? So the first one I got is mornings are better than nights. And oh. I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel, Tay? Well, I um, am a morning person, but I also somehow love nightlife. I don't really have a preference. I don't think one's better than the other. I'm having a hard time answering it because this past year I would say, yeah, mornings are better because now there's not much nightlife to look forward to this year. But I think in general, overall, I would say I like nights more because... I feel like there's more excitement around mm-hmm. the nighttime. Yeah. Okay, so I got a submission from my friend um, who is a believer, so just to preface. But she does not believe Justin should have married Haley. I think she believes, like, Justin and Selena Gomez were, like, soulmates in a different life. So, like, she doesn't think that they've been this, like, power couple of the year that everyone else, like, 
loves. Like there's so much hype around them right now and their marriage and their life with his recent album. So I thought that was pretty, pretty wild. And I, I feel like I want to say I agree, but at the same time, like clearly I don't know them. So it's like, what do I know? Like, I don't know what their love, like their love life is like, right. But, but like, I did find it weird when they first got married. I was like, that seemed rather like quick. Yeah, was it quick? definitely. It, yeah, they dated for, I mean, they were friends for a while. I think they like wanted to date previously, but they couldn't. I'm so wrapped up in the drama. Forgive me. But they actually. No, I want to hear. For like two months and then they got engaged. Two months of dating and then got engaged? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I find that a little weird. But That's crazy to me. But get it, I guess. I do agree that I don't think there's some like crazy power couple. I like Justin Bieber's music and I like Hailey Bieber's style, but like I don't know why everyone's idolizing their relationship specifically. Right, right. Okay, so um I'm kind of grouping um a few of my submissions together because I got a lot of topics around food about like popular opinions around food. And so I had one person say that tacos flat out suck. Uh, uh, Someone else told me that mashed potatoes and mac and cheese flat out suck. (gasps) And then I had someone tell me that avocado is not that good (gasps) and is like probably overhyped. I was. I love mashed potatoes. I want to be buried in mashed potatoes. I was blown away. I was like, "What?" I think I eat avocado toast every fucking day. Right. I was like, "Wow, those are very popular foods that a lot of people love, and these people just hate." Those them. are probably all my favorite foods. <laughs> those are Hannah's four main food groups: no, avocado, honestly, mashed I potato. I, eat, I think I eat those every day: mac and cheese and tacos. <laughs> Yeah, like I today also... I had mac and cheese for lunch and avocado toast for breakfast. Like, what Perfect. does this person want me to do? Please send me recommendations <laughs> <laughs> of what else to eat. That's so fun. Yeah, I thought okay. that was crazy. I uh, don't agree with this one either. I'm just going to say that before I even say it. Um, this person said it's bad to hook up with people when you're not looking for a relationship or like in that phase before dating. And clearly by what I said earlier, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. What? <laughs> Like, I don't know what else there is to say other than, I don't agree. (laughs) Also, what else are you going to do when you're not looking for a relationship besides hooking up with people if you enjoy sex and you want? I think they think you should, like, wait and only have, like, only have it with people that you're, like, serious about. What an exhausting lifestyle. I agree. Like, I don't know what else to say other than I just, I cannot imagine a life. I cannot like disagree that. more. <laughs> I can't. Oh my God, that's crazy. Okay, I actually love this submission. And I'm so thankful that this person said this. And I hope they're listening. I actually agree with this, which I did not think I would, but I do. So, Friends, the TV show, which I love. Keep oh, that no. Friends without the soundtrack or a laughing audience is not actually that funny. I think I literally think the exact opposite. A lot I of people probably do. Soundtrack, I think, okay, I think the soundtrack in all sitcoms is annoying. Like, don't tell me when to laugh. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I think, I don't, I think Friends 
isn't a show where I'm laughing out loud. I think it's more like, sorry, I sound obnoxious, but like, I think it's more in like the subtleties of like Chandler's like super quick banter just that you, that you almost miss because he's saying like, anyway, sometimes it is obnoxious because everything he says is sarcastic, but like, that's why I like it. It's not like something where I'm going to be on the floor laughing. It's more of like a comforting show. Right. And I think that's where this person's coming from, where it's like, it's a comedy in a lot of ways. It's like characterized or uh, grouped, I guess, as a comedy. And they just don't think it's as funny without the live laughing audience or the soundtrack. And I also don't think it's as funny without like other characters. Um, And I think this is obviously has to do with the script where it's like, other characters bounce off of a comment that someone made that's supposed to be funny, but it wouldn't have been funny without Ross's stupid side comment or whatever. Do you yeah, know what I, I mean? mean? I think that's like yeah. the whole point of it too is like all their reactions because they're such different characters. So they all, yeah. it does get sometimes exhausting though, because everyone, I get that, like that is the point, but sometimes it's exhausting because someone makes one comment and then it's like five different like reactions of the person it's like let's keep it moving yeah but I thought that was so (laughs) unpopular and I also thought I'd disagree with that but I kind of don't okay this next one is so stupid but I think it's funny they said jeans are comfortable and then in quotations I want to sleep in my jeans and I disagree (laughs) are you a psychopath what personality do you have who is this person I need to know what the actual fuck? This has got to be a joke. Like, this can't be real. It's not a joke. She said she's coming around to the idea of sweatpants, but she still believes jeans are superior. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Help this poor girl. <laughs> what in the fuck? Oh, my God. Okay. Moving on, I guess. <laughs> oh, I love this unpopular opinion because I've never heard a more unpopular opinion in my life. Oh, my God. McDonald's Sprite is ass, and they don't get the hype. I don't ever drink soda, so I have no idea you what that no tastes comment. like. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. So I think it tastes like crack cocaine. Like, it is incredible. Is that, like, a thing that everyone loves? Yeah. I don't eat fast food. I don't eat at McDonald's. But, like, when I was little, it just hits different. And I definitely eat, of- like, like, fast food, but I just... I don't like the taste of soda. It's not like I'm, like, pissed about people drinking soda. I just don't like the taste. Yeah, no, I guess it's just this, like, common opinion. Like, not an unpopular one that people love McDonald's Sprite and, like, it just it hits different. And this person Damn. just said it tastes like ass. Damn, I wish I had more of, like, an exciting comment. An exciting like, comment. I did about the dark chocolate and seafood, but I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure other people listening to this <laughs> will be like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Uh, this person said, day drinking is better than night drinking. And I, and then I followed this up because I was curious. I was like, okay, I, I, I agree that day drinking is fun. But then I was like, what extent are we talking here? And I asked her, um, so does that mean you would replace day drinking instead of like going out? So like, would you rather have every Saturday, like Saturday, be the drinking time and then no more Friday nights. And she was like, yeah, for sure. Wow. 
and I just cannot see a world where I'd want that to happen because it goes back to the nighttime being more exciting right I don't agree that I could completely erase the concept of night drinking and replace it with day drinking I love day drinking I love a good darty but I don't prefer it I think she's coming from the place of like she says she hates to be hung over the next day so it's like it is cool that when you day drink you can like be done by dinner time eat dinner and like go to bed and then like take a nap till 10 p.m and wake up and like almost be sober like and then the next day you're like (laughs) (laughs) okay no because then you'd be hung over the next day and then it's going out at night taylor Uh, my brain is pretty i definitely wouldn't want to replace it yeah no me either okay this person (laughs) said said babies are not cute and we do not need to spend 10 minutes talking about how cute your child is because i don't care does this person have a soul (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) this can stay in it's my sister (laughs) what the fuck because she goes on these zoom work calls and like they're trying to get their work done but then the people she works with have children so they're like oh do you want to meet baby jefferson and she's like no i want to finish the meeting so i can be done working oh my god that's so funny so she's just currently pissed (laughs) yeah that's so funny honestly i agree to the extent of like yeah your baby your baby can be cute but then it's like what else is there to say (laughs) like i don't know your child it's weird yeah, no, it kind of is. Okay, so I said earlier how I prefer to binge a movie series than a TV show. This person agrees with Hannah. They don't Hell like yeah. movies. Let's get it. They don't like movies, but because of some other reasons, they said that they're too long and too hmm. predictable. Okay, I, I do like I do like movies. I just prefer TV shows. I don't... Uh, I don't think they're necessarily too long, but I do agree that a lot of them are way too predictable. Totally agree. Because it's a TV show, you have so much room to go wherever the fuck you want, and you have all this space to create whatever you want. But with a movie, it's like you need a beginning, a middle, and an end. So it's like very clear when the sad part is going to happen and the music starts to play and someone's looking out the car window with rain falling down and sad music's playing. <laughs> and then it's so obvious that that's going to last for five minutes and then things are going to pick up again. So I agree. It is predictable. Okay. So these last submissions are from one person and I really appreciated all of them. Oh, and yeah. the first one is probably the most exciting submission I've ever gotten because I constantly tell my friends that liking The Office is not a personality trait. This person thinks The Office is overrated, and I do too. I don't find it funny. I don't find it entertaining. I don't like the show, and neither does this person. That's really unpopular considering how much of this world loves the fucking show. I need you to take your seafood and go because i (laughs) disagree the office is amazing and shows like that cannot be made anymore because they would get canceled in the first place i don't get it i do not get the humor hey what what don't you get please tell me actually it's low life humor no okay 
I feel like so many people mix that up because the main character, Michael Scott, is such an asshole. It is, duh. Like, he's not an knows- asshole. He's like, oh, yeah, he's an asshole, but he's fucking weird. I don't, no, I don't get his character. But that's the point. He sucks. He's misogynistic. He's sexist. He's an asshole. He's fucking weird. But it's not, no one is saying that's funny. I think is funny is the reactions to that. When they're looking at the camera, their responses to that. And like this mundane environment being like, it's finding beauty in the boring everyday life. And I like, guess I guess I haven't found the beauty. I feel so depressed whenever my friends have the office on. I'm like, they're just in this cubicle filming this tv show of this depressive nine to five life that's the point it's in it's it's well it's not actually shot there but it's scranton pennsylvania i I fucking grew up 30 minutes from it it's a depressing town that's the point taylor maybe that's why it triggers me because i hate maybe it's supposed to be depressing it's supposed to be uncomfortable it's supposed to be awkward no one wants to be there all the characters hate being there they don't like each other they hate their boss and that's why it's funny no Oh my never God. get it. I will never watch it. I've tried to watch it. I know you have. I've seen you watch it and be pissed about it. Even like by myself, not in our friend group, I have tried to watch three straight full seasons of it and I tapped out. I can't do it. I agree that it's not a person, like it shouldn't be a personality trait and some people do take it too far, but I will not tolerate the slander. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this i think you're definitely going to disagree with so i was so excited and that's why i saved it for last again because and i don't know how i feel about it okay this person said that people should be having sex like normal sex before having oral sex because and then this person said because i don't want my face up in your dick and that should come after what the actual fuck and for a set for my original response was what the fuck but then i thought about it and i was like oh yeah maybe that is a little more like personal to be like up in someone's business like that whereas sex can sometimes be romantic or like a special connection whereas oral sex it's not really like pretty it's just kind of rough and you're just right up in it does this person enjoy foreplay or they're like nope get inside me i'm no they're saying like they're saying like yeah, well, there's foreplay in other ways, but it's like I know, but how much can you? They want to have. I think they have a problem with like the bases, where it's like you kiss, then you do hand stuff, then you do oral, and then you have sex. And where this person's like, why isn't it sex and then oral is like last? You've never heard of that in my life. I haven't either, but I was like, huh, interesting. I don't think I agree. I don't. Um, that is so interesting. strange. I've never <laughs> heard of someone have an issue with the with the way the bases are run. <laughs> okay that's all mine so there you go tay okay so my last two are again from the same person and i love them so the second to last one is greek life is a cult i actually agree with that i i agree too i think it's weird i don't know if it's like this for everywhere but i think it is the fact that you have to like you have to pay to do so much in your sorority or fraternity and that's weird to pay for friendships and it's also weird that they do all this hazing that a lot of times ends in death and like yeah you being harassed and like that you have to go through these horrible tasks or else oh we won't be your friends that's weird i was literally about to say oh you're literally just paying to have a social life but yep that's also college yep 
<laughs> and then the last one sent me. This is hysterical. They go, a finger in my ass does nothing. Oh, what, what are we going? What? Wait, I was not prepared. We went from cults <laughs> to fingers and asses. What's happening? Okay, you need to like say this over again. You need to listen to the full statement. Okay. A finger in my ass does nothing for me. But touching a man's butt, so much fun. Like a finger in the man's butt, so much fun. I've never like um, done any sort of like exploration with that i've heard um our queen alexandra cooper on call her daddy talk a lot about it because she's touched on that topic of like sexual adventures like multiple times but when this like person um who's literally our age said that and like went off about it i was like oh that's really interesting because i feel like i've heard a lot of like sex podcasts talk about how like it kind of amps up your orgasm like just a finger in your butt like in the woman's ass is like pleasing and yeah. when you do it to a man it's it's fun for them too if they're comfortable but this this um girl it doesn't do anything for her but she enjoys doing it to the man girls like they love that but she was just like no doesn't do anything for me but like doing it to a man yes please <laughs> Well, that's all we have for this authorized Hell, antics what episode. <laughs> what the fuck? What turn of events? Really? Did you save that one for last? Finger and asses. The amount of one eighties we took in this goddamn we episode. We talked about social and gender norms and sexual explore exploration and seafood and dark chocolate, and we end with finger and asses. Welcome to Authorized Antics. I don't know what else you expect when you click on our podcast. Be our new fucking trailer right there. That really sums us up. That really does. That is hysterical. <laughs> that was so funny, though, to talk about our unpopular opinions and hear so many of yours. Thank you again if you sent something in to our social medias or just texted us when we told you, you know, we're doing this episode and we want your unpopular opinions because... It was really funny. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. If you like, disagreed with any of our unpopular opinions or have some new perspectives, you could even leave those there or any thoughts about the show. That would be nice. And give it a five-star stars if you enjoyed. And if you didn't enjoy, please don't do anything. Just go about your way. <laughs> Don't leave a review. Don't leave any stars. Just if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Okay, thanks. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. We love you, motherfuckers. Thank you for listening. We will see you on Tuesday.